Hi, I'm Jeff Walters with the City of Thunder Bay, and welcome to The Minutes. And thanks for listening today. Great to have you along on The Minutes for the week of January the 29th, 2024. This is a City of Thunder Bay podcast. The Minutes takes a look at what happened at Thunder Bay City Council this past week. On this episode, we'll hear what happened at the first budget meeting of the year, City Manager Norm Gale will join me in just a moment. And just a note, there won't be any episode of the Minutes next week, even though Council will deliberate and go through the budget in sections piece by piece. However, there will be a full wrap-up of the budget discussion and changes, and that'll happen the week of February the 12th, and that's of course once the budget is ratified. If you want to learn more about the budget, just visit the website thunderbay.ca slash budget. It's budget season, and Thunder Bay City Council held its first budget deliberation meeting on Tuesday night. It was the first in a series of meetings where administration hands the budget over to council, and then they go through the proposed documents section by section. Norm Gale is the city manager here in Thunder Bay, and he, of course, was at last night's meeting. Norm, thanks for coming in today. Happy to do it, Jeff. So so let's start off with uh, you handed over the budget yeah. to city council last night. What exactly does that mean? Well, the budget actually belongs to city council. Uh, And for administration, budgeting is a year-long process. Uh, Imagine this corporation is a half a billion dollar corporation and there's a lot of ins and outs and things change all the time. We're continually monitoring and adjusting. And part of the process to get to an annual budget is for council to give direction to administration as to what the parameters are to develop that budget. Okay, so this is called budget directions. Happens in June of every year. Once they give us budget directions, so they'll tell us a target, Uh, this year it was 5.5%, and perhaps there's some other things in there, do this or do that, that administration goes away for six months and develops that budget for council's consideration the following January, which is where we're happening now. So in that six-month period, the the, uh, next year's budget is in the hands of administration, where we work on it and bring it into whatever our direction has been from council. Then, proverbially and literally, we hand it back to council, which we did last night, for council's consideration, deliberation, and decisions. And once again, and they made that final decision on what you what you give them. Absolutely. So they give us a target of 5.5, uh, and whatever else is in that target, we'll see what happens ultimately because it is council's decision based on our recommendations as to what actually happens. Now, I know there were already a few changes last night. It was just the first the first night. Uh, it, it seems like the budget, budget package was just released. So why are we seeing changes already? Yeah, thanks for that. It's a great question. So there are several changes last night, perhaps a dozen. Most of them minor changes, but some to the order of a few hundred thousand dollars. This happens because we put the budget to print in November, in early November uh, at, at some point. And then there's a whole bunch of manual work that goes into putting that budget together. Since then, there have been changes. There have been changes, um, you know, in revenue. There have been changes in growth. There have been changes to budget problems that certain departments have. So we adjust for those changes. And that's what happened last night. About a dozen changes that occur in that two-month period. Uh, when we put the budget to bed, and then it's just the process of putting it all together. That, that's actually a lot of changes in such a short period of time, saying that, you know, you, you probably think you have all your ducks in a row, per se, by the end of November. It's certainly not, yes, but it's certainly not unusual. Just think about this corporation and what we do. 
half a billion dollar budget all in, but there's no corporation anywhere that has the breadth of services and programs that a municipality does. Think about a private sector corporation has a core purpose, a mission, and and some uh, uh, other business lines, but not like a municipality. So there's a lot going on. Yeah, that's fair enough. If we go back a couple of weeks ago to when there was a media conference uh, about the budget, you mentioned that the province needs to to change how municipalities are funded or how it funds, you know, portions of municipalities. Yeah. What did you mean by that? The basis of, of this challenge that we face right now comes from the Canadian Constitution, the British North America Act. And very simply, municipalities are creatures of the province. The province actually governs municipalities in Canada. So municipalities do what the province tells them to do. They don't do what the province tells them not to do. And then there's another suite in the middle that the municipalities can choose to do if they so choose. Further, the uh, province determines how municipalities raise revenue. They tell us how to do it. Now, council does get to set the levy, which means the size of the budget. But the way we draw revenue to support that levy, the size of the budget, is determined by the province. We can't simply raise more revenue, for example, by having a, uh, a um, consumer tax, a, a goods and services tax. Uh, we can't do income tax. We're not allowed to. I'm not suggesting that we should. Right. Uh, that's not the point I'm making here. But if the province is going to tell us to do things, which they do, that are provincial responsibilities in accordance with our constitution, like health care and social services, we ought to be properly funded or we ought to have the ability to draw revenue or raise revenue to fund those very services. And right now, 14% of our budget uh, is from provincially mandated services that are provincial responsibilities. So we're short 14%. Uh, imagine if we had proper revenue to uh, to fund those services. What, what a difference that would make. Yeah, I, I can only imagine what would happen if 14% of the budget just immediately got got freed up for the city to use. Well, not only that, if they if they if there was either the province provided revenue to cover that 14% or we were able to draw revenue to cover that 14%, that would be a game changer as well. It would uh, have a positive impact on uh, ratepayers. Yeah, definitely. Uh, for people though who are new to understanding the budget process, because as you said, yeah. it, it, it is a, you know, it's a big thing. I remember when I was reporting, it was, you know, it, it took you a couple days to kind of figure out what was going on. Yeah. Uh, how, how much room is there for council to actually make changes at the end of the day? Council is absolutely able to make changes. The problem is, is that everything that the municipality does is important to somebody or some people. Uh, we could, uh, well, we could reduce service levels in area A, but people who rely on those service levels in area A would not be happy. We could reduce service levels or programs in area B, but there are people that rely on those programs and services where other people don't use services in A and they view it as less important and perhaps wasteful. Same thing other people in, for services B would view that as wasteful use of taxpayer funding because they don't avail themselves of those programs or services. And this is the fundamental challenge. So we do what we're told to do. We do what council, we being the city, not administration, but the corporation uh, does what council wishes to do and they respond to the desires and demands of the community. Uh, cuts can be made, pick a service. Uh, and the budget can be reduced, but it will impact people. And I guess it always also comes down to the appetite for that, right? Because that's mm -hmm. a decision of council as to what, what you could cut if there were cuts to be made. 
it's always a decision of council. Uh, and we make our recommendations based on the strategic plan and previous decisions of council. If we, uh, if you were to do the one-minute pitch to the public about the budget, what would you want them to understand the most? I have a timer going, by the way, so you do only so get a minute. O- only one minute. Only one minute. Uh, council is constrained in their ability to make significant changes to the budget and the budget process. Also, the city of Thunder Bay, the corporation, is not immune to what we see in society, whether it's inflation, uh, a post-pandemic world, inflation, labor and market forces, changes and strife across the world that lead to supply chain problems and contribute to inflation and, and uncertainty. The city faces those same challenges. And I appreciate that uh, property owners and everyone in society, when they go to the grocery store, are seeing much higher prices. I, I get it. But so does the city. Norm, that was pretty good. That was only 45 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really appreciate you coming in today. Thank you very much. My pleasure. Norm Gale is the city manager here in Thunder Bay. And budget deliberations continue next week at City Council. If you want more information about the city budget, just visit thunderbay.ca slash budget. A big thanks for listening to the minutes this week. Of course, if you want more information about City Council, agendas or minutes, just visit thunderbay.ca slash council. If you want to listen to past episodes of the minutes, maybe provide some feedback, visit our website at thunderbay.ca slash the minutes. You can also find the minutes wherever you get your podcasts. That includes Apple, Google, and Amazon podcasts, along with Spotify, plus our website as well. And just a note, with budget deliberations underway, we won't have another episode until the week of February the 12th. I'm Jeff Walters. Thanks for listening this week. We'll chat again in two weeks. Make it a great day.